jeez, whoa, Jesus. Did you see the way those guys looked at us? Who wants to go skinny dipping? You should relax. Tucker and Dale are on the case. What is this place? It's just a cabin. It doesn't mean they're psycho killers. Then why don't you go in there and talk to them? All right. Maybe I will. I said maybe. Dale? What are you doing? I'm, I'm taking a crapper hole. You mind if I help? He's making her dig her own grave. There's no rules out here. It's us against <laughs> them. No! Oh, good. Look, your friends are here. friend out there. He must be allergic to bees or something because he was running like a bat out of hell. This is a suicide pact. These kids are coming out here and they're killing themselves all over the woods. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. The girl that we have, she can maybe explain the whole thing. You've got another one inside. Oh, she's in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you gotta take the safety off on the side there. Don't do that. Ah! 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 Time to die, freak. Ah! Ah! Fire! Stop, stop, the rope. No, don't, don't use that. Let's get you down from there. Wait. Sorry about that. Ah, this vacation sucks. Welcome to Vintage Burn. I'm Kev. Marco. And And we're doing a movie review tonight in the genre of horror. We're doing Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Uh, This was out in 2011. It's technically a comedic horror. So let's get into a quick synopsis. Tucker and Dale. Two best friends on vacation at their dilapidated mountain house are mistaken for murderous backwoods hillbillies by a group of obnoxious, preppy college kids. When one of the students gets separated from her friends, the boys try to lend a hand, but as the misunderstandings grow, so does the body count. (laughs) That's a good good synopsis. I like that. Really, really summed it up. I think I've, I've come a long way in the last couple months. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining us on Vintage Burn. You got the story? No, I'm just yeah, yeah, <laughs> And scene. Yeah, so 2010's um, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. 11. 2011. Well, what the fuck? A- I, Apple says yeah, dude, 2011. It says movies that came out like 2000. I mean, 1987 came out in 2004. Uh, Probably when they, this is when it first came out. Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, whatever. Which this is that? I thought it was 2008, so you guys, whatever. Wikipedia. It came out between 2008 and 2011. Maybe that's when like it was at the Sun, uh, premiered at the Sundance Festival. Oh, and maybe. maybe. When it actually came out. Who cares? It came out around that time. Well, we've cited several sources. Yeah. iTunes, Wikipedia, yeah. 8thStreetLatinas.com. <laughs> Please endorse us. Please endorse us. <laughs> All right, so uh, 7.5 on the IMBD scale, which is pretty good. Uh, budget was $5 million at the box office, only 4.7. Yeah, but did, is, but did it get like it's one of those things. I mean, it probably you probably don't know, but did it get like a full release or was it a limited release? I mean, that's the thing cuz it was it's Canadian flick. So, who knows what they actually did in the states for Maybe, release too. You know what's funny is I think we've done like back-to-back Canadian flicks even though I, we haven't released the other one yet, but it's going to come out before this one comes out. So, 
Yeah, with Videodrome, so I guess we could talk about it. But, uh, yeah, that one was the same thing. It was, like, a $3 million budget. I can't remember the exact numbers, but it only made, like, like $1.7 million. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this one technically lost $0.3 million. Mm-hmm. But then again, who knows? Wow. These numbers, who knows, you know, if it's advertising, if it's cast, if it's production. Yeah. Again, I think it probably just had a limited release. I think that's that's what it is. It's probably done better in streaming than yeah. it did in... If it even did theaters. That, I mean, that's yeah. true, too. Comparing, like I said, to Videodrome, same thing. I mean, like, that movie took on a life of its yeah. own after it was, like, really out, you know, so. Like, this came out, and a lot of people, a lot of the reviews I read were like, oh, yeah, I had not, didn't expect much getting into it, and, like, wow, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 9 yeah, out of 10, it got hidden really, gem, it did you know? really well. Mm-hmm. So it kind of really took off for itself. It's one of those, almost like a word of mouth type ones. Sure, yeah. But. Yeah, cult classic. I think but so. But that would be, be considered cult classic. I, I would say this is... Probably one of my favorite horror comedies. Yeah, like, I was be, gonna say. Yeah. Even like Wolf Cop, even like even Army of Darkness. Don't tell anybody. Evil Dead Two. Like I think this one is just a perfect mix of. Did you notice how Doug had to throw Wolf Cop in there? He couldn't let a Wolf Cop <laughs> reference slide. <laughs> also, also Canadian. Also He's Canadian. plugging Wolf Cop constantly. <laughs> Endorse me. Endorse me. <laughs> All right, so let's let's hop into it here. So he, he just wants the prosthetic dong from that's, part two. That's all he wants. That's not prosthetic. No, that's all real. That's all real. <laughs> all real, all day. Oh boy. Okay, sorry. Uh, so I kind of cheat a little bit this time. The write up, most of it's from Wiki. So okay, I'm, I'm not taking credit for the write up because it's probably some fat kid named Jim in his mom's basement. All the credit goes to him. Mm. Whoever writes. Thanks, Wiki. Jim. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. But we do have our own notes, kind of. Uh, Mixed in, so you have your own notes. Yeah, I was trying to be. I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be. <laughs> Me and Kevin are noteless. <laughs> All right. So, and even on the wiki notes, Jim, um, he, he missed the whole scene um, at the very, very beginning. It opens up with the uh, opens up at the very beginning with like a grainy Blair Witch scene. You see two kids in a crime scene in a barn, and they're doing some quote uh, investigative journalism. Uh, they both get kind of knocked out, and then you see a man with like a half burnt face. Give an evil smile into the camera, and that kind of just, like, starts it. Mm. Yeah. And then you have, um, so there's like 25 characters in this. I'm just going to say Allie and Chad, besides Tucker and Dale, because the rest are all just kind of bodies. Yeah, the, co- yeah, the college kids, yeah. They're, yeah, it, it, yeah they're, they're like very Friday the 13th. They're just there for the body count. They're right. just there for the body count. Mm. Ooh. That, that should be the EP to our, our Vintage Burn heavy metal single. Sure. Body count? Here for the body count. Here for Here the body, for the body, body count. count. Yeah. So it's... All right, Chad, Chloe, Chuck, Jason, Naomi, Todd, Mitch, and Mike. We don't need to remember. And all I this. don't even know who like any of those are. I just remember Mitch because Mitch Allie is all right, yeah. Mitch. Just just Mitch because he's actually like like the one that's most level headed. and He dies first. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> opening scene then says three days earlier, right? Oh, three days ago it says. So Allison, Chad, and like seven other friends are going camping in West Virginia. Well, at the gas station, they encounter Tucker and Dale, two well-meaning hillbillies who just bought a vacation home of their dreams, a rundown lakefront cabin deep in the woods. On Tucker's advice, Dale tries to talk to Allison, and because of his inferiority complex and appearance, he only scares her and her friends off. Yeah, it's because, like, you know, didn't they actually, before that, didn't they drive by them in a truck? They did. And then they saw them and they looked kind of freaky because Tucker Dale, like, all serious faced. <laughs> yeah. So you, like, think of Tucker, Tucker Dale are evil. But then when he goes to talk to Allie, he grabs, for some reason, grabs a sickle. Yeah, he has the big steel, like. <laughs> or a scythe, a scythe. I'm sorry, a not scythe. a sickle, a yeah, scythe. scythe. And he walks over to her to try to talk to her, and he's like, freak, yo, get away from us, or whatever. And he's like, and he, you know, gets backed off. Stumbling his words, yeah. he's nervous. He, he tells him to smile, laugh, and. Uh, smile, laugh when you're talking, shows confidence. And he goes over and he's like, So, you guys going camping in here? <laughs> this yeah, is the most, laugh. like, the best, like, awkward laugh. While holding a scythe. <laughs> While holding, like, a big metal scythe and he's just kind of dragging it. But yeah. before that, they, they have this little encounter in the store, too. And I don't know if you guys noticed this. I only noticed it because I, everything, I'm like an old man. I watch everything with subtitles. Mm-hmm. So, Tucker's talking to the guy, the store, the guy at the store. And you can hear him kind of, he's like, All right, let's check that list again. You kind of can hear him mumbling stuff in the background. But he's like, Baiting hooks, nails. Lubricated condoms, <laughs> feminine napkins. <laughs> he just like he's like one eighth hole saw bit. He just like throws in like these random things. Like I had to rewind it like three times. Yeah, like, I, you know what's funny is, is I caught part of that. Yeah, but I don't think like you can hear the whole thing without no, the subs. Yeah. No, because they're they're um yeah because they're talking over it. So it's mm-hmm. just like mumbling, mumbling. That's like feminine napkins. <laughs> it just, like, that's great. It, it just yeah cracked me the fuck up. That's yeah. why. Um, 
All right, so, yeah, so that's a very funny scene. It kind of just sets the tone. Yeah, so basically these college kids think they're freaking, like, these redneck hillbilly freaks. You know, that's all, basically, it makes them look pretty bad yeah. in these these kids' eyes. Especially when they're, like, very preppy, very, like, cliche douchey, you know. Yeah, they're, like, partying uh, frat kid, college kid, especially, you know. Especially Chad, he sucks. Yeah, he does, yeah. Chad's right. an asshole. So on their way to the cabin, Tucker has, <laughs> oh, that re- Tucker's recently bought... They are pulled over by Sheriff Gurr, who warns them of the dangers in the area. And this is that very funny shirt scene. Yeah, he has no shirt on. Well, Tucker's Tucker's drinking the beer, and he goes drops the beer because he's they getting pulled over, and he goes down to pick up the beer. It looks like he's and his bun gets caught. So all of a sudden he's wearing a full shirt bun, and all of a sudden his bun gets caught, and it rips. And he comes up, yeah. and it's like open. And by the time he opens the door, <laughs> just has no shirt on completely. So he seems like like a couple of gay dudes, you know, that he's talking about. You know, I'll run up to my cabin. Like. Not to mention, it's uh, Dale, right? Dale is the chubby, the bigger guy, the yeah, bigger yeah. guy, yeah. chubby guy with the beard. He he has a hat on that says "Giver." That's true. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole movie has that hat on. Yeah. Uh, that's he's but, such a gentle giant, and he's you know. Yeah, what's what's the cops say though? There's nothing but evil up there, or nothing but bad news, or yeah, something like nothing that. Nothing but pain and suffering. Pain yeah, and yeah, suffering. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and they're like, okay, cool. Um, so Tucker and Dale arrive. Tucker and Dale arrive at their decrepit mountain cabin. <laughs> mountain cabin. Now, when you and see, begin repairing it, when you see the cabin, like, what, what's it make you think of? Evil Dead. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And totally I'm like, Man, evil Dead. I want that fucking cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you really want something that dilapidated? Yep. It is pretty fucking dilapidated. And, they, and they're like, he's like, oh my god, it's perfect. <laughs> he's like, it's call, like a mansion. They call this a fixer upper. <laughs> you know, the original Evil Dead cabin was bought and sold. Like, obviously, they were trying to get rid of movie props. Somebody actually bought that, and I think they tried to recover it, or they did recover it for uh, the new Evil Dead or something. Something along the lines of, like somebody actually owns that thing, that piece of shit. So it's still. In existence. Yeah, it's an existing... I don't think it's a full cabin. I think that there's a stage set, but the outside, well, the prop itself... Yeah, the actual Somebody facade. actually owns it and has it as like a Halloween prop that they kept. They kept but yeah, it's probably like in their backyard. They've been yeah, searching yeah. for the person who owns it. I think they found that person. They were like, hey, if we ever... Can we like borrow this? Yeah, if, if we need it. If I Bruce Campbell, I'd just be like, here, take all my money. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in, the, in, in Evil Dead, you know, like it's this little teeny cab but I love the scenes where they're just going room through room to room yeah. like, like mm. it's not that big no it's yeah, just it's all, all those, those fun camera angles yeah. there's some curiosity what percentage of podcasts do you think Evil Dead comes up in I would say at least almost all of them <laughs> I would say all but like one or two I'd have to say we should review those movies then if we, we literally talk no. about those movies constantly why bother we basically review them within <laughs> that's the true. review that's true if, that's you just, true. if, you, if you've listened to all of our podcasts so far then you would know it's a review within a review oh, shit. it's coming from the theater <laughs> Sorry, guys. Please silence your phones during the podcasting. Thank you. Yeah, Marco, what a dick. Who forgets to <laughs> silence there? I forgot, dude. I'm just kidding. I didn't, I didn't either. All right, so <clears throat> they arrive at the cabin. Nearby in the woods, Chad tells the story of the Memorial Day Massacre, which a couple crazed hillbillies... All right, so you get the scene where the crazed hillbillies come in, change the tape, and it goes from, like, some very... I forget what it was. It was some very 90s, like, pump, pump Oh, it's jam, Pump Up the Jam. Up. Yeah, Technotronic. Yeah. Technotronic. Yeah, it's Technotronic. And he puts in this, like, really, like, somber, like... And it's funny. Do you, know, do you notice, like, in between the tape switch, like, when there's no music, they're still dancing, like, there's music going on? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's funny. This, the tape comes out, and obviously, like, with the tape, you can't listen to music consistently. Yeah. And they're all st- <laughs> still dancing. Like, nothing. And then when the, the music starts, they're all like, what the hell's going on here? Anyway... <laughs> That's good. I didn't pick that up. Yeah. Um, so then the, the one of the hillbilly gets out, scratches his neck with a saw blade, which I thought was actually pretty realistic looking. Yeah. When he cuts himself that with a saw blade. That was pretty gross. Yeah. yeah. I was like, geez. And then he yeah. whips it in one of the kid's head. He gets it in the forehead. And this is the flashback. This is the flashback to the yeah. ma- um, the massacre. Then another girl gets a machete to the throat. and then uh, there was Which one I thought alive. looked very CGI, that one. That was, the, yeah. Yeah, it didn't look real at all. I think that maybe they added that like, it's almost like they added that whole story kind of just it could have been. It could have been out of the post, like movie, like post production and whatnot. Yeah. All right. So the college kids go skinny dipping where Tuck and Dale are fishing, and you see uh, what's her name's boobs in like the distance. Who? Uh, I forget her name. The blonde chick. Oh, the blonde chick. Yeah, really? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you can really see pay attention. To this yeah, one. yeah. You can see it. I missed that too. Yeah, yeah. If you look in the background, it shows her with her big fake boobs. 
And you can tell they're fake. I mean, you don't see a close-up of them, but you see them in the background. That's the only boobs of the movie, though. Yeah, even... I am the boob man on the for, podcast. For movie, <laughs> I never thought one of my favorite, like, horror comedies, or almost, I don't want to say horror in general, but, you know, usually the boob count's going to be there, but, yeah. yeah. But this one here, it just it doesn't need it, because it's got just that much Or as Joe Bob would say, boob-foo. <laughs> the boob-foo. Um, so, Allison uh, is startled when she's going to climb into the water and hits her head. Tucker and Dale save her from drowning, but her friends think that she's been kidnapped. Uh, so this is the whole, um, they save her, and they're like, hey, we got your friend, and then, like, the bunch of pussy, <laughs> they like, run away. they got our friend, you know, they got yeah. her, they kidnapped her. They kidnapped her. And then, then what does he say? He's like, I thought I saw the meat in her face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they were eating her face. How could you tell? Well, I really couldn't, but. Uh, and this is where the chaos starts. Yep. So when Allison wakes up in Tucker and Dale's cabin the next day, she initially she's initially scared but gradually befriends them. So this is the very adorable where, where Dale comes in and he's got pancakes on the tray and she's still freaked out and uh, it, she thinks she you know she, he doesn't like pancakes. It's because yeah you know she just woke up. All right, I'm sorry. I you know what you don't like pancakes. That's all right. <laughs> You know, he's just gonna tell he's just a sweetheart, and like it's such a misunderstanding. That's why, like, you feel bad about the way the whole movie goes. All yeah, right, and so then she she walks out. And she's like pancakes. Yeah, she starts <laughs> to understand. She's like, yeah. what? Something's wrong. So the other college kids arrive at the cabin to save Allison from her psychopathic captors. Uh, so truck runs away to go to the police because he's the wuss with the dad's truck. Uh, well, Dale and Allison are inside the cabin. Tucker agrees. Oh, t- Tucker angers some bees. And frantically waves his chainsaw around, which the college college kids misrepresent as hospitality. Um, so that's the you were saying earlier, Marco, about that kind of yeah. It's supposed it's reminiscent. The way he runs away is definitely reminiscent of Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, so I think like purposely they did it like with his movements and the way he's moving the chainsaw, mm-hmm. even though it's just wasps or bees that are attacking him. He's running from the bees, and they the college kids think that he's running towards them. Yeah. With the chainsaw. So then you have poor Mitch, who's been the sensible one this whole time. They're like, maybe they're not crazy. Let's go talk to him. You know, maybe they're not psychopaths. And he does go. This happens. And then Love they all it. scatter. Yeah. And he, where he accidentally impales himself on a broken tree, killing himself. Again, running away from Tucker with the from, chainsaw, yeah. thinking, because of the bees, he's thinking he's just being Leatherface. Yeah. Until he realizes that Tucker runs past him, not <laughs> Even acknowledging that he's there. Yeah, and then that's when he runs And then he the impales stick. himself, yeah. Because yeah. later on he goes inside and he's like, man, one of those kids must have been allergic to bees because he's running faster than I was. Like, yeah. he's a, um, hey, call kids! Hey, call kids! That's coming. So Chad persuades the others uh, that they're in a battle for survival. Um, yeah, I think that's all I... Um, that's all I got for two. All right, so... Um, <clears throat> Allison's friends follow Tucker and Dale back to their cabin to see Alan, Allison helping out with the construction of an outhouse. And I love how they just walk up and they're like, the sick fucks are making her dig her own grave. Yeah. <laughs> and she's volunteering to help because she yeah. grew up on a farm and she used to dig stuff all the time. Yep. Get to work or get out. Why <laughs> would you... Why, this is how stupid they are, though, because they, they purposely... They make sure that you know that you can't misconstrue what's happening for what they're saying is happening. If someone was digging their own grave, why would he be in there? Dale's in there with a shovel with her digging this, right next to her, side by side, and she you can see she's willingly digging this, not complaining or anything, and no one's saying, like, keep digging, bitch, or anything. You know, it's like, oh, they're making her dig her own grave. He's digging it with her? Are you kidding me? No. See, so, so they're just playing on typical hillbilly stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what we, we need to pass some legislation. And, well, and, and, and I think a lot of, like, uh, like, you know, typical, like, horror movie tropes, too. Well, they're also making yeah. millennial college students look like fucking morons. Yeah, in a good really, way, though. Yeah. Not like that Leprechaun movie. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, boy, they were fucking dumb in that movie. Yeah, they, they were the worst, road, yeah. My fellow I can't, I can't come back from that. <laughs> no. Ah, so, yeah, they assume that, that she's digging her own grave. Uh, the college kids attack, but Todd and Mike end up accidentally killing themselves. So this is when the kid just ran headfirst and chucked himself in the, in the uh, wood chipper. Yeah, and it's, and it's funny because simultaneously it shows the scene 
Mm. It's the kid. Doesn't the kid run into the pit first or whatever? I think he does. Yeah, it, it, it happens also quick. And then like like Dale happens to move out of the outhouse hole or whatever they're building. Yep. And then uh, he impales himself on his own weapon, his own spear or whatever. What is it? A stick or? It's like a like a sharpened stick. Yeah, yeah. like a sharpened stick. And then at the same time, <laughs> Tucker. Fucking hole. Yeah, the fucking Tucker is putting shit in the wood chipper. He happens to turn to go pick something else up. The kid jumps at him and he jumps head first on the fucking wood chipper. He was just stabbing with that? the knife and just... Yeah, he's got this little, like, pick. This little yeah. teeny, like, knife pick thing. And he goes, like, and he just... Tucker turns and he goes right in. And oh. the, the best line is when he says to him at the wood chipper, You okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you okay? So <laughs> chew it up. You okay? <laughs> There's a lot of that, which really... The, that's what makes it... All that those little, like, side comments, you know? Um, so... <laughs> yeah, this movie was a riot, though, man. I, at this point, uh, like, I've never seen it before. And I'm fucking laughing my You've never seen off. this before, this? No. Oh. Kevin, your cousin, was the one that told me about this originally back when oh, we were Oh, I'm not surprised. He's, he's told me about it, too, yeah. and I just never happened one, to watch one it. One night on Netflix, yeah. I was just going through, and I don't know, it was Shudder first. It was on Shudder, and I just said, ah, fuck it. You know what? This looks good. I'll watch it. It's going to be stupid. And I was, like, within five minutes, I was like, okay, I already liked one or two of the actors that I knew, Tucker specifically, and, like, I thought he was a good actor. And it was, uh... I just, you were hooked so like the whole movie you're every scene you're invested you mm-hmm. know when you're invested you know you're like all right this is a good flick oh and it's hilarious man it just makes me yeah fucking you keep laugh, laughing man. that's what it, it's it's good laughs like it's, like it's funny the horror to me isn't even horror just because it's so funny yeah it's you know gory I mean? but it's funny so yeah, it's almost yeah. like a, it kind of negates it like yeah. you don't really see the horror to, in it in me in my opinion but in me opinion uh so while this is going on allison accidentally gets knocked out by dale shovel the other kids assume the hillbillies killed the two when they see Tucker trying to save Mike from the wood chipper. Uh, Tucker and Dale think that the college kids are suicidal and they hit there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the part. Right? When they go back inside, they're like, what the hell is going on? They're killing themselves. They're killing themselves <laughs> everywhere. Um, so so it's a suicide pact. So they think because they're suicidal and they con- contact the police would make them murder suspects. Um, Chuck arrives back with Sheriff Kerr. Which is the guy that pulled him over earlier, too. Yep, yeah. yep. Who expresses doubt over Tucker and Dale's uh, suicide pact theory. <laughs> he's just like, such a, he's like, they, they're, they're going to like, um, you know, they're dragging this half cut. Yeah, from, out, from the wood shepherd, yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. then you hear the, woo, you hear like the siren, the co- uh, cop come around the corner, and he's like, he's kind of heavy for half a kid. <laughs> just like, yeah. but, you know, like, Gurr doesn't even, like, react, which is funny. He's just kind of like... Because he knows. I mean, he did warn them. He said that there's nothing but pain and suffering, so he knows that some funky shit just goes that, on up there. Yeah, that's true, too. You know? Uh, so Chuck arrives back with Sheriff Gurr, who expresses that... Okay, we went through that. Oh, uh, you know what, guys? That makes sense. So that the cop, the whole his whole line was supposed to be reminiscent of fucking... Friday the 13th? Yeah. I just... As soon as you said that, I thought of it, too. You're going mm. to Camp Blood, ain't you? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, I tried looking up Easter eggs. I'm sure there's a million. I couldn't find, like, a... No, I think... I honestly believe... I think me and Kevin were talking a little bit uh, about this a little last night. I think that, like, every murder is representative of another movie. Like, it's supposed to... I really believe so. I mean, like, I couldn't think of anything for the wood chipper, but I would say, like, or... Fargo. Fargo. There's definitely a wood chipper scene, but it's not a horror movie, so that's why I'm thinking maybe there's something else with a wood chipper. And if not, and if not, maybe even the murder, but like a specific scene, like someone running with the chainsaw, mm-hmm. it's an easy, that's a little Easter egg, obviously. Of course, in the in the cabin, was very reminiscent of Evil Dead, like yeah. we talked about. I mean, I just think there's a lot of that. Small right? things like that. Yeah, a lot of that in this movie, and that's why I think this movie is like today. It plays on horror movie tropes, man. Yeah. You know? It's- they just do it very well, <clears throat> the way they tie it all together. <laughs> so Gurr's go, Gurr goes into the cab and accidentally kills himself with a loose beam. Which, well, actually, we didn't mention that. <laughs> That's like the first problem they find with the cabin when they actually walk in. Yes, yeah. Yeah, the beam, he leans on the beam, but uh, Dale, I believe, saves Tucker. Yeah. It's like, I remember it's right. like two by yeah. four nails. And then when he leans on it, they're like, no! And then yeah. the nail freaking goes into his face. <laughs> so he's got a two oh, by four with nails. And, and you just sticking, hear Dale, like, sticking out of his you, face and everything. okay? He <laughs> says it again here, too. He's like, I don't know how he's walking right now. He's trying to, like, stumble into the car. 
And then Tucker goes, looks like he's going to walk it off. He's going to fucking nail his brain. Nails, he got like four nails in his head. He's got one coming out of the front of his mouth. He's got, and he's walking back to the truck to the college kids, and they're all screaming like, they killed the sheriff! They killed the sheriff! Looks like he's going to walk it off. So I, I want to watch that again. After. Oh, dude, that part! Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna it's watch this it. twice, and it like you know why it. though? Why you want to watch it again? Because when we did put it on a little while ago, it was actually right after that scene. I know. I just, feel, it like, started, I just yeah. feel like well, I could use a good laugh. I feel like watching that again. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. So that that really that's probably one of my second favorite scenes. Oh, it's hilarious, man. That might be my favorite. I don't know. I love that fucking scene. So then, then in the same scene, then Chuck. Um, he grabs the gun out of the sheriff's belt and he's pointing it at him and it, it won't shoot. And then, you know, he's kind of like looking at it and Dale's like, oh, yeah, safety, the, yeah. Yeah, what's he say? You're going to take the safety off on the side there and he ends up shooting himself in the face. He's like, yeah, oh, right. you got to be careful. <laughs> so another kid dies at yeah, his own hand. Yep. So nobody's literally died at the hands of Tucker or Dale. Not one. It's just they've all died at their own hand. Or like a weird accent, like with the stupidity. Yep. Stupidity. It's yep. like the Tide Pod challenge or the cinnamon challenge. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is kind of predating it. Maybe this is like a, like a what do you call it? A, like a freaking, is that word? Like a precursor to it. I, you know the word I'm trying to think of. I can't think of it. We say it all the time in the podcast. Yes. I, yeah. Wow. It's like that movie. Uh, pre. I don't know. Okay. Help us out here, Kevin. You're the, yeah. the, the word guy. Uh, pre-ejaculation. That's yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> no. But anyway, uh, it'll come to me in a minute. Foreshadowing. Foresh- it's like a foreshadowing of today's generation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Chad reappears and attempts to shoot Tucker and Dale, but only manages to capture Tucker, who he ties upside down to a tree. Uh, Chad then tortures Tucker and cuts off his fingers. He sends them with a message to Dale to come to get Tucker. So that's the whole. Um, wait, did we? They missed the whole, we missed the whole nail gun scene. You know, I I love I love how they're saying that these guys are sick sadistic fucks, but they're the ones cutting off fingers and saying like, "Come get your friend in the woods." Here's his fingers. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? That's true. It, it, it didn't have the nail gun scene, and then when they kidnapped the dog. Yep. So yeah. during this whole kind of standoff, they take the dog, or no? Yeah, he. Tucker the college was, kids take the dog. Yeah, they have the dog. He said, you know, come outside, we're going to shoot your dog. And so he, uh, Tuck, Dale is the nail gun. And and Tucker's kind of like, they're sitting there on the floor, like hunched against the wall, like uh, like something out of like Die Hard or something. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he's like, Dale, I've never, no, Tucker, I've never shot anybody before. He's like, well, if it helps, just picture them moving two by fours. <laughs> <laughs> and so he busts out the window and starts shooting. Yeah, go, go, t- if it helps, yeah, I think they're moving two by fours. I don't know. There's just these jokes. You can tell that it's like it's Canadian humor, you know. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's so clean though. sometimes. Yeah. It's like so clean and like fresh. But it's funny. Like I, I think a lot of the lines you don't really notice until like you watch it the second time around. I, I mean, I think I, I'm trying to starting to find that just watching movies twice around is watch with the subtitles too. You'll yeah. notice how much like dialogue you miss too. Right? Yeah. No, Nick Caruso, I will not watch my movies with subtitles. Why? Try watching Leonard Kinney with no subtitles. You'll be like, what the hell did I just watch? Have you seen Leonard Kenny yet? No, I probably won't. Why? I don't know. It doesn't sound very good. It's the name of the town. It's not like it's like a... Whatever. Have you you've seen... I seen you uh, yeah, the clip is yeah. funny. Yeah, the clip is funny. I think you'll like it. It's Canadian. Another Canadian show. So, uh, so they have... T- uh, we'll talk about the scene where Dale's being hung. Fucking A, Tucker. Mm-hmm. He's being hung upside down before yeah. they cut his fingers off. He's like... He's like, if you guys let me go, I got 10 to 12 beers in my cooler. They're on ice, man. Ice cold. Ice cold. <laughs> so they, he cuts off two of his fingers, sends it to uh, Allie, Allie and Dale. Yeah, they knock on the door, and uh, they're like, what the hell is that? So Allie actually goes outside, brings in the like the package, and it's his fingers, and he's like, that's Tucker's bowling fingers. <laughs> they got his bowling fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Which the figures lead to many really good jokes. Yeah, they just kind of they, they just play on the whole movie. Yep. So Dale leaves to rescue Tucker while Chad and Naomi <laughs> return to the cabin to save Allison. When Allison tries to explain the situation, they accuse her of having Stockholm syndrome. Tucker and Dale return, and Allison attempts to calm, oh, lead a calm discussion. Chad said his grandmother told him that his father was killed in the Memorial Day massacre, and his mother was the lone survivor. So Jason and Chloe break into... So this this scene, this is very fresh because we just watched this like mm-hmm. 20 minutes ago or 
Electric Ones. Yeah, it's supposed to be like this moment where Allison's like, all right, let's find some common ground. And, and uh, dickhead Chad goes back in time, like way beyond the point of their conversation. <laughs> yeah. She's like, not that far back. Yeah, not that far back. It's <laughs> like, this all started before I was born. <laughs> and so you can tell he's triggered. He's triggered by anybody who's, I don't know, redneck or hillbilly. And he, he calls Dale and Tucker the your kind and stuff like that. Your people, your kind. And he's triggered by the events because his mom was involved in the massacre and his dad too, supposedly. And, you know, mentions that um, the best part about Chad is he said, I mean, I wouldn't say he's muscular or anything, but he's supposed to be the athletic Tom Cruise dickhead from Risky Business, really. Actually, that's very, actually a very spot on description. And he, and he he's very Tom Cruisey. Except, no except they give him an inhaler because he has to have some weak point. And that's his, <laughs> his weak he's always sucking on that fucking thing, too. And he can't. And he, he smokes just, a gym in the beginning and he. <laughs> and, he, and the best part I think between the conversation of Allie with both Dale and Chad is that she Allie's supposed to be Chad's girlfriend who he forces her to constantly do stuff and she meets Dale by accident Dale's not someone you would think would be her type based on appearance but they actually have a lot in common they really enjoy their time together in the cabin Yeah. and so you're sitting at this point and you realize she says, here, let's have some tea. And the first thing, he, she goes, let me make you some tea, Chad. And he's like, well, it can't be chamomile tea because I'm allergic. And my, my asthma, blah, blah, blah. I won't be able to breathe. And she's like, okay, well, it's Earl Grey. And I already know that about you. So thanks. Basically, he was being a dick about mm-hmm. it. And she was trying to help him and just offer tea. And then Dale's Dale like, the... I love Earl Grey. Yeah, 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 he's there like, you go, thank there you. you. Yeah. So, you know, he's just appreciative of her trying to help. And you can already tell that. There's better chemistry between those two. And real quick, like I think uh, uh, leading into that, we didn't talk, we didn't touch about uh, upon it earlier, but like even at the beginning where he brings it the pan- after the pancake scene, and, and she's like, "You have anything to do around here?" We didn't mention that. Oh yeah. And right. uh, he pulls out his favorite board game, which is a trivia game. Yeah. And, she and he knows like every answer, and he's like, "I'm really dumb, but I remember everything." I, yeah, he's I, he's not. He's like yeah. the total stereotype. You would yeah. think he looks dumb. But he remembers everything. He has like a very good memory. Right. And it's also because Tucker puts him down a lot at the yeah. beginning, if you notice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So He even says he has an inferiority complex. Correct. Know? He kind of just like says, you know, he, but he's always like, you know, you you think too little of yourself yeah. and you're hopeless. You know what I mean? It's like this. But I mean, like we didn't mention it, but that's where they really start developing their relationship, Dale and Alice. And their characters yeah. too, as yeah. they progress, yeah. you know? There's so, actual so, character development in this is, movie. There is, there is, yeah. So I know we missed the whole... Hey, college kids! I got. We'll, we'll we'll touch on this whole scene later. Yeah, that, that, that's a very funny scene that I think we need to get into a detail of. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, man. So we'll run through the rest of it and then we'll kind of just touch on these. Yeah, uh, we could go points. back on a few things we missed because there is a few things. But so my my favorite quote, I think, uh, even though there's been many good ones so far, is coming up. <laughs> so Jason and Chloe break in to save everyone. A fire breaks out, and um, <laughs> Jason, Jason like catches on fire. He go out. Uh, Chad starts throwing gasoline everywhere. Chad kind of catches on fire because I got a, um, a lantern, or Chad throws a lantern, and he's on fire. So the I don't know, remember her name, the blonde one. Yeah, the, no, but before that, remember he has the uh, like weed whacker or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's when they before. first come in. Yeah, when they first come in, he has the weed whacker, and then again, I don't oh, know any of these right. college college girls' names. Her name's her Jason and Chloe. They're the last two. Okay, so Chloe, like, like he goes to go after was it Dale? Yeah, and then Dale ducks, and he gets her in the face with the weed. <laughs> yeah. And then this is after there's already been gas split around, and then that's what you were talking about. So you can go into it, whatever. Yep. So the, the blonde sees that uh, Jason's on fire and throws like a, a open mason jar, yeah, moonshine, moonshine on him, moonshine flames, because she's an idiot. That's so he's like, no, don't do that. I think it was Tucker. Like, no, don't do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's too late. Don't do that. Oh no. <laughs> so he's basically like running around on fire, and then he's like fully in, like engulfed. And you just hear in the background, like, he's cracking him like a log. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Tucker. Which, oh See, my God. It's funny because, like, the first time I watched this movie, I thought Dale was the funny one. But the second time, it made me realize, like, how oh, good. D- I, I think Tucker. Tucker is the star. Yeah. In my opinion. And then, like, you watch it the this third is... time and they balance each other out. They do. But you don't appreciate Dale until that second time. So that, that yeah. dude, and I don't know the actor's name who plays Tucker, you might. It's something really. Um, the actor who plays Tucker, I'm not even sure if he's actually he's American. He's Texan. He's Texan. Yep. Uh, he is. He was in a movie called The Knight's Tale with. Um, oh, 
You're right. Uh, uh, it was like a modern musical play. It wasn't, I shouldn't say musical play. It was, the music in it was very modern, but it was a take on medieval century nights. And he was one of the squires or something, or one of the peasants that worked. Wasn't Keith Ledger? Yes. No? Keith, okay. Yeah, Heath. Heath Ledger. Heath. Yeah. I'm sorry. Keith Ledger. Heath Ledger was a, was like a peasant who rises to night nightship, or in whatever it's called. And Alan he, uh, Tudak? Alan Tudak? Alan, tu- Alan Tudak? Alan Tudak? Alan Tudak. He Tudak. is fucking hilarious in that movie, too. And he plays like a squire or just a peasant that that's like working with him. And his fucking character is brilliant. So that's why when I I've no I've seen that movie a million times. When I when I saw him in this, I go, oh, he, he this guy makes me crack up. So oh, he's actually in quite a lot of like big stuff. I don't know who he was in Rogue One. I've seen it. He's always a, he's just always there. You when know, I robot. He's he, always there. Oh, he's the pirate in Dodgeball. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's Pirate Steve or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, I didn't Dude know. he's That's always him, in shit you don't think of. Like, that is but, him. Holy and shit. And he is, he's hilarious. He was just like another bigger comic, too, I thought. Maybe I'm thinking of Dodgeball. But then Tyler uh, Labine, who played Dale as in Super Troopers, too. He's Canadian-born, which makes sense. And he is hilarious in Super Troopers, too, too. Have is you seen it? Super Troopers? Too? I have not. Dude, he, he plays like a Mountie, and he's just very... Oh. He's gay. He plays it very well. That's why it's fun to see him as a hillbilly, because he just plays such a good, like... Dickhead like Mountie. <sighs> He's crackling like a log. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so uh, the fire breaks out. Tucker, Dale, Allison escape. Uh, oh, Naomi, Chloe, and Jason die. We know that. And um, Chad, Chad, insane and scarred, vows revenge. They take off in a car. Dale's just. So obsessed about looking back, he ends up crashing the car. They wake up, and he finds out finds out that uh, he finds out he finds out. out. After a car crash, uh, an injured Tucker tells Dale that Chad has taken Allison to an old sawmill. At the sawmill, Chad ties up Allison and forcibly kisses her. And Marco was joking earlier about how like cartoonish the scene is. You know, it's oh, you know, dude, it's it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's like something out of like the road. Yeah, road, you know, it, like, it, uh, she's on a conveyor belt tied up. And uh, the conveyor belt leads up to a saw. Yeah, w- that will cut you in half. It's yeah, like, she's it's, tied it, up to wood. She's tied up to wood yeah. beams. Yeah, it's, it's it, but it's like a very cartoonish cartoon. thing. Like like it would be yeah. like the like chopping mechanism. I'm surprised like this the saw didn't say acme on it or something. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. do you ever remember? Do you remember the uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they try to become like viral, like a vir- virally famous? No. So they have like a thing where they save cats and they put the cats on a conveyor belt and it has a chopping mechanism. No, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That must be a later one. I need, I need to. I know, I know it's not. It's it's within the first five seasons, if I had to guess. Yeah, but anyway, whatever. But it's it's freaking hilarious. But that's what it reminds me. It's very cartoony, comedic. Again, obviously, this movie's a comedy, but but I, I fucking love it. It's like Looney Tunes. It's like watching someone Wiley Coyote or whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dale arrives and rescues Allison, and he kind of it's funny. He shows up and he kind of wastes more time putting on like linesman spikes to climb trees and puts a welding mask on and. You know, just to, for effect, I guess. Mm-hmm. But the spikes come in handy, though. What the the, the on his feet? Oh yeah, I don't remember. Oh, we will talk about it in a second. But yeah, when he he tries to untie her, right? Yeah. So he goes in, he sees her. He's like, "What kind of knot is this?" And he's trying to figure out the knot because he's smarter than he thinks. So he knows he knows what knot it is. So what's his face? Come pops out uh, the evil guy, Chad. Chad. Chad or Chad? Chad. Chad. So Chad, Chad pops out. D. So when he pops out, like, uh, Chad overtakes him and he kicks him in the fucking shin. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, that he fucking splits, cuts open, yeah. he splits open, oh. to, like, his shin, yeah, yeah. with the with spikes. So okay. the spike does come in handy. You're right. Because that's a... Jim in the basement didn't capture any of these details, that's why I'm glad you guys paid attention. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's why we watched it before we went on, because we wanted to make sure we caught the end. Because the end is the part that I've seen the least, so that's why I wanted to really same, watch the end. Same here. So Dale arrives and rescues Allison. The two barricade themselves upstairs in the office while they discover news clippings revealing Chad's father to be the oh, killer. Oh, wait, hold on. Can we talk about real quick how smooth the Dale axe throwing scene is? Oh, yeah. When she's about to get caught by the saw blade, but yeah. he literally like fights Chad off. And, and then... he throws the axe from like 20 feet away and he happens to catch the rope. Yeah, like, like some kind of matrix issue. It is very matrix actually. Yeah. Yes. I would say it's matrix He's yeah. very skilled. It was a very skilled throw. And you could tell he's like totally shocked that he hits it. <laughs> 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 it's a total accident, but still, whatever. You know? 
But I love that scene, though, because that's how she comes loose. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot that happens in between these paragraphs. So that's why sometimes it's nice to have the full write-up, but sometimes nice just yeah, kind of, yeah. like, you know, it makes yeah. you pay a little more attention when you're watching the movie and all, like, writing shit. Mm-hmm. Know? You can kind of... Hey, that's what happens when three guys on quarantine are still working. Mm. We don't have the time to do all this uh, some, sometimes. So, mm. I mean, the, these... Lead in. If you watch the movie enough, you'll catch bars. Please lay us off. We would like to stay home and write <laughs> I want to collect movies. $600 a week. I would like an extra $600. I know how we can make an extra 600 bucks a week. Three guys, one quarantine.com. <laughs> Don't make it weird. You're probably white, dude. I'm pro- probably... I am white. No, right, right. I might have sounded like white. Um, all right, so they find out that Chad's father is the killer. And rapist. I don't remember the rapist part. Because, Jim just no, he, yeah, he rapes his uh, mother. Because, That's how he's born. Because it's uh, just the picture in the newspaper is it's just Chad with a beard. <laughs> and like a crazy hair. Yeah, it's not another guy that looks like Chad. It's not, it's, it is, yeah. it's just Chad with an Amish beard. And that's what it is, because he raped his mom. Okay. Because he doesn't know. Like, he thinks his father got killed. He thinks his father was killed. The body was never found. And that's the story he there tells. There was when, no father. Yeah, right. There was no father. She, the f- she probably didn't even tell... She didn't want to tell her son, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, that... All right, that makes sense. You know, she wasn't... I was there alone. Or she didn't want to tell her son that she was involved in a, a gangbang, and there was no boyfriend at the time, you know? She mm-hmm. was probably the... She was probably the fifth wheel, and she was just there to, you know, kind of have some fun with some other couples. I believe the PC term is um, pivot point. Is that a thing now? The pivot point. The pivot point in the circle jerk. All right, I've been out of the game for a long time, I guess. Yeah, I don't know that one either. And that, dude, that's like... All right, we'll, Is that we'll basic? That's, he's like, dude, that's like no, basic that's like, that's vegan like, talk, man. That's like fifth grade sticky buns type shit. Huh? Never mind. <laughs> so Chad kind of busts in the door upstairs. Um, he, he tries attacking them, and then, like... I think it's Allie or, or, or Dale shows in the newspaper. I think they both kind of do it, yeah. She's like... Oh, yeah, Allie. whatever. Allie, but yeah, Allie, they show Allie. the newspaper. They see he sees the face. He starts going nuts. So they find out that Chad finds out that he's half hillbilly. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what exactly the words. Yeah, yeah. So you're half hillbilly, Chad, because that's the thing too. We didn't talk about that's what like he he's calling Tucker and Dale hillbillies. Oh, my father got killed by you people. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, well, I was like six, and he's like, well, you're kind. You know, what yeah. I mean? So he's lumping them all together. Yeah, he's lumping them all together, and that's not fair. Those, no, it's not fair. Those poor hillbillies. Seriously, yeah. they're not all. So they're not all like like the ones in like Deliverance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that. You got a pretty mouth, Marco. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing I think nothing to nobody. That's the point Tucker and Dale trying to make. We ain't trying to hurt anybody. <laughs> We're just trying to enjoy ourselves out here in the woods. Squeal like a piggy. <laughs> You got a purred in mouth. <laughs> so Chad becomes enraged. Uh, Dale stops, oh, and Dale stops his attack by throwing oh a box of chamomile. Yeah, thanks, Chad. Um, which which is, is, is re- uh, allergic reaction. Yeah, it gives him an asthma attack. And he's saying like, oh, he'll be fine as long as he gets a a puff of his inhaler, and then he just falls out the window. <laughs> yeah, like he jumps back through the window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so standing near a window, convulses <laughs> and falls off the building. Mm-hmm. And you see him like very. I thought of like Halloween where he sees Michael Myers. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then or it he, could be one of the, uh, which it's one of the Friday the 13th ones too. Oh, Where true. he falls out the barn. I think it's like part five or something, but still, whatever. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Shout out to Halloween. Shut mm. up. Chat. I can't jump on, I can't jump on top of Halloween. <laughs> so, uh, the police and news crew arrive late at the cabin and broadcast a news report stating that Do the I have anything in my teeth? Oh, yeah, she, that's what she says. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the creepy. Teeth she, are clear. She's from something, too. She she's, looks super familiar. Mm. I didn't go too in-depth into looking up, like, what all these people were in. No. Nah. I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit lazy on this one. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Doesn't yeah. matter, they're Canadian. Here we go. From two ca- Canadians that work if we, uh, if we, If we have any Canadian listeners, we love you guys, you know. We forgive you for my bloody Valentine. <laughs> I, it's a good, it's really grown on me. One of my favorite slashes. Better than Michael all right, Myers. All right, let's get back to this. I don't <laughs> oh, even want it. Let's get it. We're going to get a fist fight up in here tonight. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> so they're broadcasting um, reports uh, stating that the no. deaths appear to the result of a suicide pact and a deranged killer. So they're still going on this whole suicide pact thing. Um, who was revealed to be Chad, who, was, uh, who survived the fall. Okay. So now we know... Actually, I'm like Chad and myself. The reporter and the cameraman are... The same two from the movie's opening scene. Oh, so it's the actual. Mm-hmm. 
So it's the two, they go back in after this broadcast in, and that's how we know that he's still alive. So let's jump to the, the report on the cameraman. Yep. So Tucker watches the report on the news while uh, convalescing in the hospital. Well, Tucker's convalescing mm-hmm. in the hospital. Dale enters, uh, and they discuss Tucker's recovery. Tus- Tucker asks Dale whether he managed to invite Allison on a date, and is... Happy to hear the two hold on, no, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I know we're missing a. But before the, that is the finger scene. Yep. And uh, where he where he's like, yeah, they managed to attach my two fingers, and he has like a female finger. He has one of the him. girls' fingers and it's on got, there. Like, nail polish. It's got it's got pink nail polish on it. <laughs> and and Dale can clearly tell, and is kind of giving a weird look, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that looks great, man. Yeah. Wouldn't even tell. I don't yeah. remember it looking like that. And another thing, another thing, uh, when. I, I I forgot to mention because the finger stuff is too funny in this movie. Is when they are having that little meeting between Dale and Chad, with Allison medi- mediating and uh, t- Tucker in the background is like, "I'll make the finger sandwiches." I'll make- <laughs> yeah, the- I'll make so- the finger sandwiches. <laughs> I just love Tucker. I think Tucker's the best man. And then they just kind of like pan over. And yeah. he's just He's pouring like a beer in his fingers, like yeah, he's, he's got the PBR in his fingers. I guess like a lot of Tucker's shit, he actually like improvised. Oh really? Right, you know, right. like, with like pouring the beer in his face and yeah. pouring the beer in his fingers. Like so, he kind of like even though we, yeah. I mean, maybe he's from Texas, so maybe he's um no that dude has a little bit that, of that him, you know? dude's a great comedian. No, he's funny, man. I, like I said, to me, like watching it the second time, he was the best part of the movie in yeah. my opinion. But anyway, go at ahead. first you don't realize yeah, the weirdest I don't, thing. Yeah, it took me a couple couple watches to really like really figure him out, man. He's awesome. Alright, so later that night at the bowling alley, Dale encourages a fellow hillbilly to talk to some girls to uh, just be himself, quote-unquote. As Dale and Allison confess their feelings for each other and kiss, the new hillbilly accidentally, and I'm I'm going to say accidentally in quotations. Yeah, yeah, it's not Knocks out the girl all. in the background starting a new Mustang to standing. No, he like punches her. <laughs> no, he but then but the, then the thing that gives it away that he obviously decked her is like he's dragging her off caveman style. Yeah, mm-hmm. smiling. Yeah, Because he tells him like yeah. basically like, you know, take what you want, go get it, you know. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he, he's just trying to be motivating as far as go yeah. talk to her, but he ends up knocking her out. Ladyfinger, LOL. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so that's, it's an incredibly fun movie. Uh, it's... The, even like the, it's not just fun and it's not like has gore, but some like the shots too, like when they're in the woods, like all the filming, mm-hmm. the filmography as well is just very well done, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't disagree, man. I, 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 I am thoroughly entertained. This is a movie I could watch pretty often, I think, and I think yeah, I wouldn't get sick of it. laugh my ass yeah. off. I actually want to watch this after we're done recording. And even though we already <laughs> watched the second half of it today, you know, me and Kevin watched like the first half of it yesterday and, uh. I think we all agree. I, we agree to we recommend it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To recommend without a doubt. Recommend. Hard, without a doubt. Yes. hard recommend. Not so, a hard recommend. The, easy recommend. Yeah, easy recommend. Right. If you're looking for any something original and you want to find something new in this, and that's what you're looking for, you're not going to find it. Yeah. If you're looking for a really good, fun comedic horror movie that's not stupid comedy, but it's actually funny. Like, it, this isn't like those stupid Wayne's Brothers movies. What were those movies? The scary movies. Scary movies. Yeah. No, this is like. This is actually like a lot of good comedy, yeah. Good, clever, gory yeah, yeah. comedy. Uh, I mean, then you'll you'll enjoy this as much as mm-hmm. the Evil Dead series. There's one scene I just want to talk about. Yeah, I know, quick. I know what you're talking about. Yep. So, like Marco was talking about earlier, Dale's favorite game is like Trivial Pursuit or something, some mm-hmm. kind of game. So, they, he, he tells he remembers him, everything. Yes. So he tells him like, "We're gonna finish this up, and I'll come help you." And they're walking outside, and Dale's bragging to Tucker about kicking Allie's ass at the game. And then here, you know, the college kids over here and say, you know what I want? He's like, when uh, when we get back, I'll finish her off real quick and we'll get back to work. So they think they, they're going to kill her, you know? Right, right, right. And then that's the whole, hey, college kids. <laughs> yeah. so he, he knows yeah. they're out there. Yeah, he knows they're out there. And he's, you know, Dale's got, I mean, uh, fucking A, Tucker's got all the beast things at this point. Yeah, yeah so yeah. his face so is like, swollen. Hey, he can't college really kids. And Dale's like, say it louder, say it louder. And he's like, hey, college kids. Um, and then they... They find the hatches like, oh, let's leave him know. Let her know we 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 have her to right. get her. So we like etches. <laughs> he etches. Um, we got your. Friend. We got your friend yeah. in the log. You know, and it's you are friend. You are friend. Yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah. You are friend. Yeah. We got you. Are your friend. friend. And it's just that whole scene, I just thought was you no. Know, cause it, it just adds the misunderstanding and like the whole. And I and I and I think honestly, the way we did this with just using the wiki write up is fine. But, like, that's the things we miss, is that little stuff. Because even later on, they leave a little note for Tucker and Dale saying, now we got your friend. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's, that's, that's the, the stuff. Fingers, right? Right. But that's the stuff like we miss with doing it this way. But it's at least we're going back and covering it, which I love. Yeah, there's a few because yeah. like I tried to. So I got my notes here. I numbered the paragraphs and I tried to have corresponding letters. But like when you're in it, it's yeah. tough to kind of bounce yeah. back. I need to. If I'm gonna cheat more, I need to learn to cheat better. All right. Well, on that note, it's your decision to make if you watch this movie. Are you gonna be Team Hillbilly or Team Jock? You have to decide. Oh, Fuck Team, team Hillbilly. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I, I actually feel. I think I like this too because I kind of feel like Dale in a way. You know what I mean? You're look, starting to look like Dale with that I, beard. I, I, am. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, our, our quarantine look. I know. Yeah. You know, it's just a nice guy that's misunderstood. It's like we can understand those metalheads. You know, we're horror fans. You know. Yeah. Well, metalheads in general. Metalheads in general are misunderstood, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've heard it a million times. Like when when a lot of people like bring dates and stuff to like a metal fest, and and they're like, "You guys are the nicest people. You guys look so scary, uh, it's so stupid." It's dumb. It's just prejudging people because of shit people wear and whatever. Hundred percent. It's stupid, but whatever. Or is this is the time for me to share my feelings. Like the time that I went to a metal show and I was made fun of for wearing my. Black, square Italian shoes? My black, yeah, Cape Cod shorts. My black dog, Martha's Vineyard shorts. Mm-hmm. The metalheads, they all pointed at me and laughed. No, it's just me and Doug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wore sandals to Iron Maiden. And you got so hammered, Which you got where your seat day. was. Well, Which you know what? Day. Chuck Schuldner wore cat shirts and sandals on stage, and none of the death metal fans made fun of him. And and since we're talking about metal for a second, I just want to talk about because we actually haven't done a metal thing in, in quite a while, because it's been slow. But, dude... Check out New War Bringer. When he says dude, he's he was pointing at the microphone, yep. assuming that you, you dude out there. And or dudettes. Or dudette. You. You. Check yes, you dude. listening. Mm. Check out the New War Bringer. Excellent album. What's way. it called, Marco? Uh, shit, I don't remember. But uh, Good advice from Marco. It's blue. Check out that. It's, blue. it's definitely blue. Yeah, it's and blue. Uh, Crush Beneath the Tracks is the best song on the album. <laughs> Blessing Contempt or whatever that one is pretty good, too. Yeah, I really should have. <laughs> yeah, hearts of something too. Hearts of yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, you yeah. know, I'm still I'm still learning it, but man, it's good, good fucking record, dude. It's a good, it's killing my quarantine time, man. Yeah, right, yeah. that's what I'm listening to. Yeah, that Marco hit his head on Monday. You have to forgive him. He fell down the stairs, so he's 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 not with it tonight. Oh, my phone's right here. I, was, I couldn't find it the whole time. I was trying to look at something. See. Point taken. And it's literally right to my left. All right, on that note, I think we're done with this one. Thank you so much for listening. We will get this uploaded soon. I'm Kev. Hey, it's Marco, dude. And, uh, <laughs> Signing off. Oh, the album's called Weapons of Tomorrow. Dear Diary. <laughs> Weapons of Tomorrow. <laughs> and he just gave a thumbs up to the fucker. <laughs> it's not a camera. Uh, I don't give a shit. Usually uh, Doug's the one pointing at the camera. Anyway, good night, guys. You should see where she's like, yeah. Canadians are worse than Italians. See my dad. See my. See my dad. The phone is kid like. <laughs>